Hello and welcome to the Greenhouse Church Podcast. My name is Benj Gould and I'm the lead pastor. We are all about creating an environment where anyone can follow the way of Jesus. So we hope that this teaching helps you on your way. We have been traveling through the book of Luke since we launched Greenhouse Church in early 2019. And we are all the way up to Luke chapter 9. Uh, But we've been immersing ourselves in the ways, the words, and the works of Jesus because he's the one we want to follow. And this story is what aligned with this weekend. I think it's such a good story for lockdown, this snap lockdown that we've had on the coast. It's a story of what the Bible calls the transfiguration. And, and Jesus really is at the peak of his rabbi career. Like everyone wants a piece of Jesus. He had just fed the 5,000 people and people were just going nuts. They just, they just wanted to be around him, to see him, to touch him, to see him teach and do miracles. And we see this common theme through Jesus' life. Whenever like life is at its peak and things are going their best or things are going their worst, what does he do? He slips away by himself to the wilderness to pray to slow down. And I wonder if there's an invitation in there for us in the midst of lockdown, that this might be an invitation to slip away, to slow down. The, the busy things maybe just to drop a little bit and maybe life, home life is, is busier with kids at home or you're working at home, whatever it is, but maybe there is an opportunity for you here. And Jesus slips away. He takes his closest disciples, his closest friends, Peter, James, and John, and they go up this mountain to pray. And it says the disciples, they fell asleep and they woke up and they saw Jesus and his face is shining. His whole body is shining, just like this vibrant, white, beautiful thing going on. And the Bible calls it the transfiguration. The figure of Jesus is literally transformed. And not only is Jesus transfigured and transformed, but next to him appears Moses, who is this really key figure in the Hebrew Bible in the Old Testament. Moses brought the law, the Ten Commandments, to show the Israelites, the family of God, this new humanity, a way to live, a way to treat people well, to love God and to love people. It's this kingdom ethic. And the Bible tells us that, the the story of Scripture tells us that Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but he came to fulfill the law, to carry on the story, to carry on that kingdom ethic. And on the other side of Jesus is is Elijah, who is this great prophet in the Hebrew Scriptures. And he did all these crazy, incredible miracles. And it goes to show us that not only did Jesus come to teach a kingdom ethic, but he showed and came to bring kingdom power, healing and miracles and justice, putting the world to rights. And the disciples, they are just losing their minds because they are seeing Jesus in a whole new light, a whole different way. Mel and I were having a date day in the city and uh, we were, were at this park and I need to go to the toilet and I go to this toilet block and it was just uh, unisex toilets and kind of like disabled style toilets. You know, you open up the door directly into the toilet. There's no cubicles. And I go down, I sit down on the toilet and I'm dropping the kids off at the pool, if you know what I'm saying. And I thought I'd lock the door, but this woman just walks in. And not only does she walk in, but she opens the door to the whole park. And I'm there disfigured in all my glory and uh, her perspective of me, uh, I'm sure, has changed forever. And so I get up and I run to the door and I close it and I make sure it's locked. I go back down 
I continued to drop the kids at the pool. I, I kid you not, about 45 seconds later, this little girl, this poor little child walks in and she sees me and her face is horrified. She's never seen anything like it and I'm sure she would never blindly walk into a, a toilet ever again. I think I disfigured her more than transfigured her, but I figured I've done something to her that's not good and so pray for her. Um, but sometimes we need to see things in a new light to see things in a different perspective. And I love this idea that Jesus' closest disciples, the people that probably knew Jesus the best in the whole world who actually walked with him, they, they you know, traveled around with him, even they needed to see Jesus in a new vision, a new perspective, a new way. And I think there are always new ways for us to see Jesus. There are always parts of our vision of Jesus that are disfigured, that need to be transfigured. On the screen, you'll see this graphic come up and it, and it says the truth in a circle. And Jesus is the truth, the, the way, the life, and the truth, the scriptures say. And uh, if you see the truth in a circle, but then the next graphic is our perspective of that truth. And that from wherever we stand, we can only see so much of the circle. We can only see so much of the truth. There's not a human on earth that can see the whole picture of Jesus. There's always more to discover of him. And I wonder what it is today that maybe Jesus wants to reveal to you. Maybe this week in lockdown that you, you need to see Jesus in a new light. You need to be transfigured. I don't know whether your view of Jesus is too safe or too sterile, or too serious, but maybe there is something that Jesus wants to open up and show you. I just want to give you really quickly three ways for our view of Jesus to be transfigured. The first one is Scripture. The story of Scripture continues to unveil the, the image of Jesus to us. The Bible is this collection of books written over thousands of years by um, multiple, over 40 different authors and collected in, in all these different continents. But it is a unified story that leads us to Jesus. There's a whole squad of us that have been reading through the Bible in a year this year. And I love it because every morning I go on and I, I get to read through the, the readings for the day and I write my comments on the YouVersion app. But I get to see what other people are saying as well. And there's this saying that the, the Jews had as they read, read Hebrew scripture, that the scriptures are like a 70-faced gemstone, that the, you, know, you, you, you turn it and you see something different, and you turn it and you turn it because everything is found in it. And uh, I want to encourage you to start a practice, to find a practice. Maybe you have continued to practice or you haven't ever really read the Bible before or maybe you've just, you never had an ongoing practice. But there is something powerful in Scripture that when we see the same thing, we could read the same story over and over again and see a new part of Jesus. The first one is Scripture. The second one is people. If you think about that, that circle where the truth is, that uh, where my perspective is, is, there's a portion of that truth that I can see, but someone's standing on the other side of the circle from a different perspective, maybe a different ethnic background, maybe a different um, uh, uh, socioeconomic space, maybe a different part of the country, maybe just a different story growing up, maybe just a different perspective, a different personality, all help us see Jesus in a different way. I had a conversation just today with a lady who walked in. She's in her late 70s. Uh, doesn't go to church, she said, but she goes to AA every week. She's been sober for 25 years, but she says, I meet Jesus in AA. 
and I, I, I walk up to the hall where we have our meetings and I picture Jesus standing there welcoming us in and sitting in the circle with us as we continue the journey of, of sobriety. And I just think that is so beautiful that there is something for, I'm a pastor and you know, I've, I've been to Bible college, but there's something for me to learn and see from this woman who has experienced Jesus in a different way. And it's through people that we find different perspectives that our views of Jesus are transfigured. And the third one is just the pilgrimage of life. Just as we journey through life, as we spiral up the mountain and down into the valleys, at different points we see new perspectives of Jesus. It's kind of like we're traveling around the circle ourselves and we get to see Jesus. We get to turn the gemstone and see him in a new light. There is always more of Jesus to be discovered. I wonder today what part of Jesus, uh, what part of himself he wants to reveal to you what parts that are disfigured or, or blocked off or distant might he want to transfigure right in front of you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit, even in this moment, wherever you are, in your house, watching on your phone, on your computer, on your TV, that maybe in this moment, maybe as you continue through this week, through lockdown, back into some sort of regular rhythm, that you may continue to have a transfiguration of Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you come and would you do what only you can do? Let me pray a blessing of you. Friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.